Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the... Wait, do people notice that I do different ones every single time or no? I, I, I don't know. It... Anyway, it's the one, the only, the Pucko Podcast. It's Pucko! Pucko! It's Pucko! Pucko! Pokemon Underground Champions League, oh yeah. Pucko! Grab your friends, it's that time again. Listen to the show with the phone and the friends. It's Pucko. Pucko! And welcome to the 287th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my ecstatic co-hosts, Lee Flocky Swimsicott, and Professor Snag. And we're here to bring you another exciting episode of the Puckle Podcast. Puckle, of course, standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League. Um, we are a Pokemon podcast, and we are also a Pokemon community that you can check out. So that's uh, that's what's going on here. So for heads up for everybody listening to this, our show is a little bit shorter today because of technical difficulties. It kind of wiped out the first 40 minutes of our recording. Um, it made it unusable, unsalvageable, and we apologize. Next week, it'll come back to regular recording terms. So uh, we apologize for any inconvenience. I will definitely try to find the live show and probably put that out earlier this week than I anticipated. Just to uh, make up for that, so you guys have something more to listen to this week, and just uh, so I, uh, overall apologies. But we're going to try to cover everything that we usually do in like ten minutes, minus <laughs> trivia. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, what have you guys been up to in Pokemon lately? Give me the give me the two minute version. Mm, I made some OU team to celebrate Mega Metacross being gone. And I started running again, so I hatched eggs in Pokemon Go. That's it. <laughs> good. <laughs> any, any real cool question for who's got any good hatches? Oh, that's a good question. No. <laughs> I keep I'm hatching Krabby. I keep just hatching Krabby. Me too. I mean, I hatched a 10k and it was Pinecoke, so not bad, I guess. That's not but... terrible. But once you have a fortress, then it's like, oh, now it's a pineco. Okay. Yep, that's understandable. <laughs> but I mean, it was when, it was my first pineco, but still, it's still meh. When 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 Mareep and uh, and Larvitar are out there, <laughs> yeah, right. Oh man. Okay, what about you, Snag? What have you been up to lately? 
Um, I've also been taking advantage of the uh, Pokemon Go uh, Rock type event that's going on right now. Uh, I've been trying to hatch some eggs, no good hatches. Um, I was able to uh, get my Togepi to evolve into a Togetic and mm-hmm. uh, walk in my Larvitar. Um, two other things to comment in. I've been battling some jerk uh, for my uh, for the beta <laughs> league that we're doing. Oh, wait. It should be mentioned because I, I, I did mention this in the original uh, version of this. But, yeah, Snag and I are in the beta league uh, for – uh, drafting. Beta draft league. Yeah. Beta draft league. This is, this was week three. So week four is this week. I'm trying to do all of the, uh, my, my league matches now on Twitch on Thursdays because Jushiro's on Monday. I'm on Thursday. So if you want to watch us on Twitch, uh, play some Pokemon. He's doing TCG. I'm doing video game right now. Uh, that is twitch.tv slash the Puckle podcast. And yeah, like I said, we're going to try to do all the draft league stuff there. Um, and then in the future, <laughs> after this draft league's over, I think I have all of the rules and all of like the little things figured out that we needed that figured out for making one of these run. And we may see if we can get one of these going um, more officially with, like, more than eight teams. I, I, I'd like to expand it out to, like, 16 or something like that. I think that would be a lot of fun. Yeah. But it's and it was uh, doing it on stream uh, is really fun. I was I had the TV off, so I wasn't able to see mm-hmm. what was happening. But, yeah, it was it was It was incredible. I mean, if you were at the stream, um, I know that, like, neither of you were. But in the stream, it was super high energy. Yeah. It was incredibly uh, high energy. And then uh, last thing, it hasn't happened yet, but um, tomorrow is the last day of school for my students. It's only a half day. And so my principal said, hey, let's make it a field day. Students can sign up to do kind of whatever the teachers are interested in doing. So me and another teacher are doing Pokemon Go. So we're going to use the the morning and head out and catch some Pokemon. Ooh, okay. So uh, I get to go myself um, real quick. So I've opened about 80 packs of Guardians Rising. (laughs) In the past week. Uh, <laughs> so, like, there's literally, like, a pile of, like, TCG code cards on my desk right now. Uh, just, like, a pile. And oh, man. <laughs> it, it, so, um, I got so many good pulls, though. We've gotten so many good pulls. Like, we have three Tapu Lele GX, which is pretty much a full set, I, in my in my opinion, and I believe a lot of people would agree with me. So, we have a full set of Tapu Lele GX now, which is amazing. We also have... Uh, we have like three Tapu Coco GX, uh, one more and I can build a deck that I've been playing around with. I, I really like this Tapu Coco GX deck. It's a, it's a lot of fun to play around with. Uh, in addition to that, um, I mean, I've been working on a lot of stream stuff, getting it going. Uh, I've got the kitty cam going, uh, when Zakat saw earlier and <laughs> you got the kitty cam and <laughs> we also have, uh, I, I mean, I have got a lot of exciting plans for the stream. Uh, we got, we got a new bot in there. So you get some money now. If you, if you get like puckle money, if you come in mm-hmm. and you can bet, it, we'll allow you to bet it on matches. We'll allow you to bet it on uh, a few different things. So there, there's that. Um, you can also, uh, what's the other thing that I'm thinking of? Um, I, I mean, I've been working on a lot of OU teams just for funsies. And uh, that's pretty much it. But let's move on to some new stuff that I wanted to talk about because there's a lot of Puckle news. And uh, unfortunately, you guys don't get to hear us talk about Magikarp Jump. Uh, <laughs> no, not a lot of... Because, not a lot. Well... Yeah. Yeah. It's not that great. Uh, <laughs> it's also only on I mean, iOS. I would love to know, but I don't have an iPhone. So. Yeah. So there's... There, there's that. Uh, but Puckle News, there's a lot more exciting things going on. First of all, Summer League is starting on May 29th. This is our annual get-together where you go ahead and play. You can come and battle us in the Discord channel or the Discord server. You can challenge the gym leaders. There are 10 of them. 
all of this will be up on the Puckle website under the uh, the Summer League tab that we'll have up there uh, with the information about gym times. Every gym leader is required to have two hours a week that they must be present. And you have a chance from, I believe, May 29th to until like the first week of August to collect eight badges to be in the tournament at the end. And then at the end, we'll give away a prize. It's probably going to be something like a Generations box or something like that along those lines. So that that's awesome. I'm super I'm super hyped for this tournament. Um, there are several of us who are gym leaders. All three of us uh, are gym leaders. And very exciting. Um, yeah. So you can. This is also a great opportunity to come and learn how to play the game. Uh, I think that isn't stressed enough when we talk about this event. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, that's how I got into competitive like puckle and competitive battling in general was mm-hmm. the summer league. It's great atmosphere. Everyone's super helpful, and it's uh, you definitely should do it. Even if you're just thinking about it, do it. But don't wait until the last two weeks to do it. No, definitely not. A lot of people <laughs> will try to build teams, and they take the whole summer to build a team essentially, and they'll come in those last two weeks and try to gain all eight badges. Let me tell you, it's going to be incredibly difficult because that is literally the busiest time for all of the gym leaders. Um, and so you might not be able to get a battle in at night. Uh, and also, it, sh- it should be stated that gym leaders can battle like more than just their gym times if they want to, but they are only required to accept challenges every single time they're challenged during that two hour window. Also, uh, fun, fun fact about that as well is that you can, you don't have to have one team for all the gym leaders. You can bring yeah, whatever yeah. you want for whatever leader. So mix it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can have a lot of fun with it. And if you need help bringing Pokemon, of course, the community's there. So utilize it. I mean, they're more than willing to help you out. We have an incredibly friendly community. So it's definitely something that should be said. Um, the other thing is, I just want to, I just want to do some PuckleCon updates real quick. Just to make sure everybody's on the same page. PuckleCon is going to be July 21st to 23rd ish. If you're here on the Monday on the 24th, it's okay. Um, and we will be, uh, we're gonna have, uh, we're gonna be running sanctioned tournaments. We're gonna have a really good time with it. It's gonna be a blast. So please definitely do come by. And, uh, if you can, it's in Columbus, Ohio, at the Guard Towers, where the official event's going to be. All of this information is up on the website currently right now, though I'm gonna make like an actual PuckleCon page so that we have the schedule of events and everything going on. Um, it's also sanctioned. So we are looking for, uh, judges for, I know Snag's gonna be there and he's a VGC judge. That's so, right. Um, if you are, we, we definitely need some TCG judges and stuff like that, though. I, I think I'm going to hop in the judge myself just to help out. And so uh, we're going to be running the event, getting stuff going, and it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm very excited to do it. Uh, um, TCG, to help, video game, everything. I uh, help you remember things, Thatch. I think this is one of the main things you want to also get out there is we are looking at doing – a cookout on Friday. Yes. If you're interested in doing the cookout, uh, email us so we can get you get in on the Discord server. So mm-hmm. one, you know where to go, and two, if you have any diet dietary restrictions, you can let us know. Because if you don't let us know, we're not going to accommodate for you. Exactly. I mean, if you don't tell us, there's no way we can know, right? So definitely do those things. Though we're, I mean, it's going to be a good time. It's a great time to meet like all of your favorite Puckle hosts. Uh, <laughs> uh, most of us will be and, there, and your and your least favorite too, probably. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't don't tell them that they're your least favorite. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's definitely there. I mean, it's it's a really good time. Uh, all three of us were there last year. Most of the hosts were there last year, so I all of them will tell you that it's a thing to get, that you want to go to. But if you don't take our word for it, you can go to the community, and a lot of the people that were there last year will tell you it was an absolutely awesome experience. 
And they, a lot of them are coming back this year. And more people are coming this year than last year. And we're having our own event. Um, that's crazy, right? Yeah. Yes. That's just nuts. So that's going to be, I'm just so excited. I can't, I can't believe so many people are coming and it's just going to be a good time overall. So, uh, definitely come and hang out if you can. Uh, let's see. So that, that's it. I need to know what the segue is here. It's definitely not the news music like it usually is. Uh, <laughs> nope, and, we're, and we're skipping trivia apparently. So we're, we're skipping like- trivia. We're probably going to do something at the end though. We'll find out. Uh, so that's going to be it for this segment, guys. So we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back at you with the topic that did not get lost in the confusion. We hope. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Whimsicott Spooky Quiz, where Whimsicott quizzes your host, Thatch, on his innate Pokemon knowledge. Because uh, Thatch because is awful. Thatch is a dummy bear and messed up the recording of the actual trivia session. Tell everyone how many points Neg and I got. Three. Yeah. So maybe it was a good thing that we lost that <laughs> I get to session. save those questions. I get to save those questions for next week, which is the best part. Mm, true. We both win. My <laughs> shame is hidden from the world, and you get a free week. But, <laughs> but you have to answer these trivia questions now. Now, there are five questions. One of them is worth two points. You get a hint, and, well... You don't really get points because we don't want you to win your I own don't, prize. I, I don't want points anyway. <laughs> you get okay, so you get um, golden stars from Whimsicott. Ooh, that's all How's I that? need. That's all I need. You can get you can get a total of seven golden stars. You know the rules. And are you ready? Oh, I'm down. I'm gonna get seven. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna shame all of you. Okay, so there is a very good chance that you get seven. But I will do my best to stop you from doing so. Although, question number one is a giant softball. Okay. Because you're my brother and I love you. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Question number one. You know that evolutions are among my favorite Pokemon. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I'm usually more of an offensive player. And I wanted to branch out today. And so I'm going to ask you... Which evolution has the highest base defense? Oh, base defense. That's a rough one. Um, because mm. that's like, it's, it's not Flareon. Um, so <laughs> Flareon's never the answer. Uh, uh, except if you're asking about the, uh, if you're asking about what is it, um, base attack. That's, that's Flareon. Flareon's highest base <laughs> attack. Um, highest base defense, um, evolution. Man, that's a rough one. Um, so I don't think anybody. I don't think. Well, no, maybe one of them's got one thirty because it's it's the one thirty that's the highest, and I think yes. every single one of those stats has gotten it so far. Um, uh, I don't know. Oh man, let's see. So the highest, the highest defense. So we have glacier. It can't be glacier. 
That would be that would be garbage. That would be so much garbage. It was Glaceon. Um, I can't believe I'm managing nope, to stop nope, you on the nope, very first. No, 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 no. Because I remember now. I remember now. It has to be. It has to be Leafeon. Because yes, it is. <laughs> it has to be yes, Leafeon. That's the answer. Because because <laughs> Glaceon special attack, and then yeah, the only one that because uh, it's special defense for Umbreon and Sylveon, they have the one thirty there. Um, Espeon and Glaceon have the 130 in special attack. Flareon has an attack, and Vaporeon has it in HP. Jolteon has it in speed, obviously, so it's gotta be Leafeon. The answer's Leafeon. It is Leafeon. Give yourself <laughs> a little jingly noise for the win. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I can. I can do that. Woo. Okay, there we go. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Uh, question number two. As you know, Fairy-type Pokémon are tiny and cute and adorable. Yeah. But one of them has to be the biggest. So oh, God. So which Fairy-type Pokémon is both the tallest and the heaviest of them all? Oh, man. It's not, like, so tallest and heaviest. The, like, Florges comes to mind because it's just so tall. Um, I, it has, I'm thinking Florges, but uh, let's see. What else is there? There's... There's Florges, there's, um, it could be something that, I mean, Grand Bull seems like it'd be pretty heavy, but I don't know how tall Grand Bull is. It could be one of those, like, Charizard things, where it's like, this is a four-foot <laughs> dog, and, and it's just like, oh, now I was not expecting a four-foot dog. But Florges yeah. is, like, really tall in the anime. I just keep thinking Florges. Like, it's really big, and it's tallest and heaviest, it gets both of those? Yes. There aren't too many, like, fairies either. Like, the ones that were introduced are pretty small. Oh, man. Oh, man. It's got to be Florges. It's got to be, right? Uh, well, there are no. five seconds left. Is that oh, your man. final answer? Oh, man. Oh, man. I mean, it's probably wrong. Um, oh, man. Florges. Any other big fairy type? I mean, the Tapus are all pretty small, relatively. To Florges. Um, Your minute is up. I'm going to say Florges. <laughs> so, it's probably wrong. It's probably well, wrong. Well, Florges is really tall, but it doesn't have a giant set of antlers on its head. Mm, it's yep. Xerneas. Yep, that's right. That sounds right. <laughs> oh my gosh. I wasn't even thinking legendaries because I don't play that. And Exactly. I always forget. I always keep forgetting. Like, Xerneas is just so, like, stale competitively. Like, you mm -hmm. run Geomancy. Like, that's how you run Xerneas. Yes. And, and then it's just like Moonblast or Dazzling Gleam. Like, last year in VGC 16, it was so stale with Xerneas. Mm-mm. Oh, well. Well, I I can, I'll take it. find a trivia question that you didn't know. I'm so I proud mean, of myself. You're putting me on the spot. Like, that's, uh, like, I, <laughs> oh, man, yeah, I, yeah, I can't even think about it. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. I'm stomping that. I'm starting to think these questions are more evil than I had initially <laughs> thought. <laughs> well, this is our revenge. In fact, this is my own revenge for the Lurable <laughs> patch. Ask, ask me about the fastball and what color it used to be. <laughs> no, I won't. Because you know that one. The answer is orange. Time to move, it's time to move on to question number three. So... This Pokemon would appear to be very athletic and in good shape, but its Pokédex entries reveal that after fighting for three minutes, it has to take a rest. Which Pokemon is this? 
It sounds like Faramosa, uh, but that sound that could be wrong as well. Like, um, it has to take a rest after fighting for three minutes, and it should be in athletic shape. Um, I mean, oof. Um, the only thing, the only thing that part of the question no. gives you is that it's not a Gen Four evolution. <laughs> It's not a Gen 4. Wait, what's the... It just says it after three minutes. Wait, so say that again. Say that again. So I, I, Okay, I so several Pokedex entries of this Pokemon mm-hmm. state that it has to take a rest after fighting for three minutes, or it stops fighting after three minutes. It, fight, it, it fights for three You know, whatever the phrasing is, the concept yeah. stays the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, three. So it's fighting for three minutes. Maybe it's a fighting type. Um, oh man, I, Pokedex entries are rough because like a lot of them are a lot of them are a lot of the blue. That's why we do them in Poke the episode because it's just like it's like oh man, this Pokemon. Wait, what do you mean this Pokemon can run two hundred and forty miles an hour? Uh, and <laughs> so like these Pokemon trivia, it's just like it needs to it needs to be it needs to rest after three minutes and it's athletic. I mean, it could be. I mean, Hitmonchan. That doesn't sound right, though. Um, um, Your minute uh, is almost. I up. know it is. Uh, <laughs> I know it is. I I don't know if I can give a good answer about that. I mean, there's. It's an in shape Pokemon. I usually give you guys more descriptions than that. I don't have Pokedex entries. For literally but this I'm, reason. My, I'm way more <laughs> evil than you, so I'm gonna need I'm, a, I'm gonna I'm gonna use the hint. Fine, it is a fighting type Pokemon. Oh my gosh, that's all I get. Uh <laughs> and no, no, I'm <laughs> I'm gonna be way better at this, and I'm gonna tell you it is <laughs> I don't wanna give it away. Yeah, this is the but... this is my dilemma every week. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it is a fighting type Pokemon, and uh, the fact that I could quote several Pokedex entries for yeah. it should give you a hint. I mean, if it's several, I mean it's just not Gen Seven. Uh, uh, well, there were several Pokedex entries. For <laughs> so it. Gen One is that the inference? Uh, um, and it's gotta be like Hitmonlee or Hitmonchan or, um, who else is fighting there? Uh, Machamp? But Machamp's like a thousand punches in like a second or some nonsense. Uh, <laughs> that's the Pokedex entries for that one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with like Hitmonlee. That's what I'm going with. Really? It's probably wrong. You mentioned, he- you mentioned Hitmonchan and I... <laughs> Oh, is it Hitmonchan? Is it really Hitmonchan? Hitmonchan, oh, yes. I mean, close enough, right? I'll take a half a point. I'll take half a point for that one. Uh, you get half a gold star. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> for question number four, it is, as you always ask, a base stat question. I actually but probably it- know this one. Oh, I don't know. This is a bit different from the usual. Oh, okay. <laughs> it is the one that's worth two points. Because... Ooh. The answer is actually two Pokemon, or rather, two evolutionary lines. Okay. So, of starter Pokemon are usually the ones that we have been repeatedly told are designed with the utmost care. They Mm -hmm. put a lot of thought into them, into the way they look and the way they function. 
But apparently, at one point, Game Freak got really lazy, and there are two starter Pokemon evolutionary lines in which the basic Pokemon and the stage Pokemon and the staged Pokemon have the exact same base stats in every stat. Like, the Wait. basic Pokemon and the basic Pokemon have the same stat. The stage one Pokemon and the stage one Pokemon have the same stats. You know what I'm saying, right? What? No, not at all. Um, I'm thinking like hey, I'm you sorry. mean like you mean like the same base stat total or like? No, 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 no. Like when these two starter Pokemon mm-hmm. are basic Pokemon, they mm-hmm. have the same base attack, the same base. Oh, they just copy and pasted the starter Pokemon completely, okay. the and stats. this runs for the entire evolutionary lines. Whoa. Okay, I'm thinking about that then. Um, I can see it being something Gen One, not Charizard, but um, I can see it being like. Uh, I could see it being like Blastoise getting copied or something like that. That just seems super generic. Like that that one. I, I don't think it's Infernape because Infernape. Like I'm thinking about the ones that are actually competitively viable because those are not the answer. The fact uh, that you're only mentioning one evolutionary line at a time makes me think that I misphrased the question. No, 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 no. I I understand because you're saying it's two of them. Okay. I'm thinking about who got copied and pasted. You know their stats. Perfect. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm thinking I'm thinking Blastoise when I got copied and pasted something like Torterra. Um, or even like, uh, it, it's not Infernape. I can tell you it's not Infernape and it's probably not Charizard because Charizard's got a really high base speed and Infernape's got like equal special attack, equal attack. I know that. So like not a lot of them are mixed. It could be Infernape to, uh, Decidueye though. Um, though, no, no, no. Decidueye is too slow. Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm thinking about all their stats. It's definitely not, it's not, it's not Incineroar. I can rule out Incineroar and Decidueye. Um, mm-hmm. Because Incineroar just loses speed as it evolves. It's just like <laughs> yes. this awful, it's this awful progression. And there's, uh, oh man, this is, there's, cause there's a lot of starter Pokemon. There's like 21 of them. Uh, and you're asking me to pick two of them. Uh, well, so I mean, you have a definitely, very decent shot and you do, you do get a gold star if you just you guess just one. get one. Yeah, that's true. I do get a gold star. <laughs> um, it's it's like I could see like Torterra having stats that were copied, but it's more physical, and I think I think Blastoise is more. I'm just trying to think about which ones would have done it. Like I I feel like um, even Gen three was unique enough because I, I feel like it's something like we took a Gen one mon and then we copied it over to Gen four or five. Oh God, Gen five. It's got to be one of the <laughs> Gen five ones. Uh, it's not superior. It's like it's either it's either Samurott because it's just so basic. And, uh, or, uh, or Embor because it's just so basic. Like their stats are awful. Uh, like their stats are absolute garbage. Uh, as enjoyable as it is for me to listen I know, I know. to you think about this, it's been way more than a minute. So uh, do I don't answer? know. I don't know. It's like, I'm going to say like, I'm going to say like Samurott Venusaur. Like, that's so, gonna, did I get the gens right? <laughs> uh, one of them. Woo! I got a gen right. Okay, that's all so that matters. The, the, the part that amused me the most was that you were incredibly insistent that it wasn't Charizard. Oh my gosh, was it Charizard? It is Charizard. Charizard got copied? Oh man. Yeah. Because, like, I'm just thinking about. I guess it's. Explosion. Oh my gosh, that would make so much sense. That would make so much <laughs> sense, actually. Because, like,. Yes. I didn't, I didn't think I didn't think Typhlosion had base 100 speed. That's the only reason I didn't think that. 
Um, that would make sense, though. I mean, I could totally see them just ripping those stats and putting them in Typhlosion. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Charizard worked, and so yeah. here, have Charizard 2.0. Yeah, no, no. Well, well, like, I always, I mean, so, like, I don't know if you heard this, like, when these were coming out. I guess I was in grade school when these games were coming out, you know? So you hear all the stupid rumors. And yeah. so, like, the big thing is, you know, these kids are reading, like, magazines, and they've got, like, trading card pictures of, like, for alligator and stuff like that. And they're like, well, that's the water-type Charizard right there. And then, uh, and so my brain's still stuck in that mentality for whatever reason, mm. you know? And it's awful. It's just awful. You, you don't know <laughs> what it's like up here. Well, my brother, my friend... <laughs> I, I did so poorly. Could, I thought I you did could so maybe poorly. guess all of these questions, and so no. I made the last one really, really hard. Okay, do it. I'm going to take it. I'm going to take <laughs> okay. it. Okay, question number five. As you know, in Generation 1, there was a beta version in which yes. many, many Pokemon names were mm-hmm. different from the final name. This is true. One Generation 1 Pokemon was originally called a name that can also mean a European military unit that is transported on horseback but fights on foot. Is that Which Panzer? Pokemon is, this? Uh, is that Panzer? Uh, a, mi- a, a German military unit? Is that what you said? A European oh, military a Euro- unit. Oh, a European military. So... Wait, it, he, he rides on, it's pulled by horse? And... Essentially, okay, so this unit, like, yeah. travels on horseback, but yeah. it's actually an infantry unit, because it fights yeah. on foot. Okay, okay, and it has, okay. it has a very specific name, and that was the name of this Pokemon in the red and blue. Now you're just, a, oh my gosh, I'm thinking, I'm thinking Panzer, but that's a tank. Uh, actually, I'm saying better version. It was actually the pro- the promotional material for the English version of Red and Blue. Ooh, so it must have been something like it must have been like one of the big ones, like uh, it, like Charizard or Blastoise. It could totally be Blastoise, uh, but I I don't <laughs> think so. Uh, I could totally see Blastoise having like a ridiculous name, uh, like a ridiculous <laughs> name about like. I mean, they do call him the Fly the Shellfish Pokemon. Yeah, he's this like he's just whatever they want him to be. Apparently, yeah. Uh, so it's a name. Okay, an infantry unit that ro- rides on a horse but fights on foot. Um, <laughs> I don't even I, like that's where I'm lost already. Like that's, uh, <laughs> like I have no idea what that is. Like somebody, somebody's yelling at me right now. Like it's to- no, it's obviously I this. Uh, I but- don't think anyone knows this off the top of their head. Oh man, an infantry <laughs> unit. Yeah, like a lot of names were different. Like you have L A and N Y. Uh, yeah, but uh, it, it had to be one of the big ones if it was used in promotional material. Like that, especially. Yeah, it, it was a pretty popular Pokemon. I'll give you that. It has to be a popular one if it's in promotional material. It's gonna be. It could be Poliwhirl. Um because <laughs> uh, they just were like Poliwhirl's like a Pokemon it's like our, we want it to be a mascot but not really um, uh, it, it has to be like box art something then uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna go with Blastoise I'm gonna go with Blastoise they're making him whatever they want him to be okay it's, it's so wrong. it's totally wrong <laughs> apparently the name for this European military unit which whatever is Dragoon oh, dra- oh okay so and it's Dragonite it was- it's, it's actually Dratini. Dratini, okay, same, close enough. 
Okay, yes. yeah, no, drag. So, so I had no idea what the name of the military unit was. I have absolutely no idea. Of course, so, who would? I mean, yeah. a history buff, maybe. Yeah, I'm I'm not the history buff. Unless it comes to, like, Pokemon history. But, I mean, I learned yeah. things. That's the important thing. I, learned, I gained knowledge. Fantastic, right? I got so, the rainbow. The more you know. The way this works is that you technically got one and a half gold yeah, stars. good enough but, for me. I mean, you're fucking alone, and this is usually a team effort, so I'm going to double your points, and you get three gold stars. <laughs> Here's some meaningless points. Uh, it's like, uh, whose line is it anyway? Fantastic? Whose line is it anyway? Uh, you got, and, like, 4,000 points. It's fine. Uh. <laughs> it's it's uh, it's Calvin Bowl, except it's actually whimsical points. Yeah, there we go. There we go. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Okay, well, that sounds good. That That's it then for the segment, right? I think uh, so. Uh, we will have everything updated next week with the points, because uh, this week was a special case. So we will, uh, we, we're going to go to the topic then. So we'll be right back after this short break. Hey guys, it's Bosefist, and if you're wanting to know how you can be more involved with the Puckle Podcast in between shows, you can come to PucklePodcast.com where you'll find information on all of our social medias. Also, we have a chat box there where you can come meet up, chat with us. On the second Monday of every month, we have a chat box meetup. Way to, good way to get a free 6IV ditto. All of that is at PucklePodcast.com, and if you want to email to the show, it's PucklePodcast at gmail.com. Catch you on the flip-flop! And welcome to the topic. The topic today is going to be making Pokemon that aren't that great useful. Uh, I think this is actually going to be great for uh, team synergy ideas and stuff like that. This, this is definitely the concept that a lot of uh, new uh, people who are new to Pokemon struggle with. And so uh, Whimsicott and Snag have both brought Pokemon. They are, well, I don't want to say that they personally are having a difficult time playing with, but are Pokemon that they wish were good. And exactly. we're gonna we're gonna see if we can build around them to some extent and see what they what what they can do and try to make them useful, right? So mm-hmm. let let's get started then. What do you what do you guys got for me? That's vile plume. Vile plume. Okay, so grass poison. So that's an awful typing. Uh, <laughs> it's got it's got so many weaknesses. Uh, so many yes. weakness. Um, <laughs> So many weaknesses. Uh, it's so you've got psychic weakness. You've got flying weakness. These are the big ones I'm thinking of. Fire. Uh, fire. Fire is not so big right now. Surprisingly, I mean, I, I haven't made the infernate meta, you know. And uh, you have you have an ice weakness. Ice is like one of the most prevalent offensive typings. Though uh, it, it should yeah, be noted, it should be noted that Vileplume gets that. Uh, Lander's tease. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but and you all also the dragons, <laughs> yeah, and well, kind of, sort of. Fairies help that a lot, and we're in a very, yeah. very heavy meta right now. Um, it's not as bad as I would say fighting type in Gen Five, but we're in a very, very heavy meta. Um, so, so that that does give you some reason to run poison types. Um, mm-hmm. We we could probably uh, actually because the special defense of um, Vile Plume is a base ninety, right? So let's see. I mean, I mean, obviously Showdown or not Showdown, Smogon probably has some set for Vile Plume in like PU or something. Um, it does. They usually try to use it as a special defensive cleric. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say to do. Uh, <laughs> um, because it's got access to a lot of things. I wasn't even. I didn't even read Smogon. It's like uh, it's like I know this meta or something. 
Um, I mean, base one ten <laughs> special attack too. I mean, you could you could even not just run it. You could run it offensively if you really wanted to. Um, it would be it would be kind of a uh, more specially defensive version of uh, tan growth. Though tan growth gets way more utility and regenerator outclasses it one hundred percent. Oh yeah. So I mean, you you could run it almost though as like tan growth with stab sludge bomb and uh, a couple other things. Let's see. So let's let's see how awful this is. Um, I mean, it it as being a poison type as well, it gets black sludge recovery option as well, which is really mm-hmm. nice. Um, and its two abilities are chlorophyll and effect spore. So, uh, nothing too exciting. Uh, but I, I mean, this is something that they, they're not gonna tell you to do on Showdown, or in Smogon. So, you're gonna definitely need some team options, right? You're gonna definitely want something that can take fire and ice. A good, a good option would be something like with thick fat. Um, something like Snorlax. Snorlax would be a lot of fun to run with it, right? Um, mm. Snorlax would be- Gen 1 power. Yeah, Snorlax you could probably run with it. Um, the, the problem is Snorlax not super defensively, uh, heavy, he- defensively aligned. You also run something rock type, maybe like, uh, Regirock. Regirock would be a lot of fun with it. Yeah, I could, I could see some synergy building there. Um, so I, I would definitely run a Salt Fest. I feel like a Salt Fest would be such a fun set. Nobody suggested hmm. it. Uh, this would, this would probably be like a lower tier team, right? Um, I, I, I do like to remind people that like you, you can use these Pokemon to know you, certainly. Um, but the lower tiers exist kind of so that these Pokemon have a fighting chance. Uh, <laughs> Especially, especially stuff like Flygon that just gets outclassed. So oh, poor Flygon. Yeah, a lot of things get a lot of things get outclassed, and I, I don't want to say that Vileplume is one of those Pokemon, but kind of. Uh, you could run. Okay. So, you could run something like Bold though, and get get the defensive boost from the nature, and then mm-hmm. also run Assault Vest, and you just kind of go two fifty two HP, two fifty two defense, and Giga Drain, Sludge Bomb, um, Hidden Power, Fire. Uh, you could probably throw on there for coverage and let's see. Oh my gosh. He gets drain punch. That's silly. Uh, that's really silly. And you know what, you know what you could do for like weird, crazy coverage. Mm -hmm. You could run it with Tapu Fini and use nature power. Yeah, no, no, you should definitely, you should definitely go around. You should definitely, it gets dazzling gleam. It does. That's, that should be your fourth slot. Um, and, Mm -hmm. The the thing you should do with this is you should try to build it around a uh, a fire water core. I think that's the best way to start with it. Um, you yes. can you find yourself a fire type to go with it. I still think Regirock is going to be an excellent partner with it, in my opinion. Yeah, you can't tell Whimsicott fuse Regirock. Come on. Uh, it, it would be so much fun. <laughs> and so you, but you could you could do something like Heatran with it, and then you know Tapu Fini is a really good option as well right um Tapu Fini's been a, one of my favorite pokemon to use at that it, it, it does, does so it many does things. it does a, it's it's definitely one of the better tapus in my opinion uh Tapu Bulu I, i'm really surprised to see Tapu Bulu take such a back seat in all honesty but uh, I mean, he doesn't get he doesn't get a fairy stab like everybody else does so well a useful fairy stab and i mean he's he's a grass type grass types are not that easy to no, make they're not. work. But that's the, you know, I, I think you should definitely, to, you could definitely run make, this as like, sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, you could definitely run this as like budget, uh, budget, uh, what is it? Tangrowth though. I think that's the way to do it. Budget Tangrowth <laughs> with Vileplume, I think sounds like a lot of fun. You yeah. see, because this is like the opposite 
of what I would have suggested. So this is really interesting to me because I think it sounds a lot of fun. I, see, I think it sounds like I a lot of fun. I see a Pokemon with uh, with chlorophyll and with 110 nah. special. Do effect score. Effect score. I mean, you could try to do like a sunny day team with it, but meh. Man, you, I mean, you could go ahead and try to do, like, Drought with uh, Charizard Y. And Sylvia Thatch has been hanging out with Leafeon for years now. Leafeon's, so uh, Leafeon is the better Chlorophyll user. Leafeon or Venusaur would be a better option. I know. Venusaur would be a better option for that kind of play. But, I mean, well, something that would be interesting would be Effect Spore Vileplume with Assault Vest. I think that would be super fun. Okay. No, this, that doesn't like fun. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold on to that. Yeah. That sounds like fun to me. I don't know. What about you, Snag? What did you got? What do you got for me? Well, right, the one uh, first one that I brought is Electros because I am okay. really intrigued by that no weakness. Yeah, no, no. It's 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 totally usable. Uh, I think people already use it to some extent. Um, let me see if I can remember how to spell it. Um, e- As two e's. <laughs> ele- ele- I have an electric, but not Electros. Um, Let's see. Uh, there we go. I found it. Uh, <laughs> uh, so Electros, no, he's totally usable. He's got like a really wide move pool. So like if you're looking at his base stats, his attack and special attack are pretty close. Uh, 115 and 105 respectively and speed of 50. So uh, two things you could do. I, I have seen. Um, so like if we're going to talk about OU or something, I, I am always a big advocate of playing more than one meta. Um, I think it's a lot more fun. I think you get to learn a lot of things about Pokemon that you didn't know before. And it definitely helps freshen up other metas and bring new things into that. And so one of the things I think Electros is way better in is uh, personally battle spot singles. Mm. But uh, mm. yeah, uh, where you where it's a three v three as opposed to uh, as opposed to a full on one v one, but uh, as opposed to a six v six. But Electros gets a lot of cool stuff. I mean, his his move pool is very diverse. He gets access, I think, to uh, all of the elemental punches, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong, though. Um, uh, fire punch. I know he gets fire uh, punch. I, I and sh- thunder punch, for sure. He definitely gets thunder punch, yes. Um, <laughs> I don't know if he gets ice punch, though. Uh, usually you get two. Typically you get two out of the three. Yeah, no, um, no ice punch on that But one he does get still. power-up punch. Oh my gosh, that sounds fun. Uh, <laughs> it gets knockoff, which is always useful. Oh yeah, you should. I mean, knockoff is the right way to go. You want you want to run knockoff. Um, you can also run assault vest here, uh, <laughs> by the way, um, because his special defense is base eighty, which would be really good. Uh, you could you know boost uh, his defense, boost his special defense even or anything. But you can. Hey, I mean, he could run mixed as well though, and I think I think um, Smogon's got a decent set for him, and I think this would be usable in OU. Uh, Volt Switch, Flamethrower, Giga Drain, Knockoff. I mean, that sounds good to me. You maybe swatch out, slip out Volt Switch for Thunderbolt, but Volt Switch would be really good with that base 50 speed. Um, and if yeah. you bulk him up a little bit, uh, just because that slow switch is so nice to have. Mm. You know, that slow switch, because it's one thing to run like Tapu Koko with Volt Switch and you know, and you get the easy, you get the early switch out, right? Uh, but that takes prediction. Volt switch here kind of like throw it, that. That's a real momentum gainer right there. Especially if you can get into a situation where you can, you know, you can threaten a Pokemon out, and you know your opponent only has one response to the Pokemon you've switched in. And <clears throat> Electric type is also really good right now. Uh, you could always, I guess, run him with Tapu Coco, mm-hmm. <coughs> just so you get the boost. 
Another op- well, no, he wouldn't because he levitates. He wouldn't get the boost. Um, oh, that's right. So, uh, but I mean, Assaultfest is a really good option. Um, you could definitely go ahead and he gets, he gets access to rock slide too. So that's, that's a lot of fun. Uh, oh, his, nice. abil- yeah. his abilities levitate. I'm a dummy. Um, but you, you want to, I mean, you could run him on like a bulkier team. Um, you could run like, uh, like a cleric, like aromatease or, well, aromatease isn't a very good OU cleric, but, uh, you could run like Chansey or something, wish pass to it. Um, I am such a big fan of Alolan Persian right now, uh, for passing things. Yeah, um, he could pair up well with that just because Alolan Persian could do the, uh, the Z parting shot. And then, Z, I know you've done the you did the regular parting shot against me. Yeah, um, regular parting shot hurts. Let me tell you. Um, but that that's a story for another day. That's like <laughs> that's for another Pokemon. That's like uh, I think Pan, yeah. Pangoro gets it. No, that is a story for another Pokemon, yeah. which we're gonna talk about later. <laughs> but yeah, no, I I mean I would say I would say a Soul Fest again. Uh, probably the way to do it, and I mean partnering it is a little bit difficult because this isn't like a part of a good core. This would be a Pokemon that you bring in otherwise, but it could, uh, it could definitely deal with some water types you're having issues with, or it could, uh, but his move pool is diverse, like really diverse. Yeah. I think he also gets drain punch if I'm not mistaken. So really uh, can, it can go into you know, just about any slot that yeah, you can, can fill a lot, it can fill a lot of roles. It's, it's versatile. Uh, kind of. I would, I would definitely still say something more on like the U-turn volt switch. I think that, I think the sl- I think there's power in that. And yeah. that's, that's the way I would r- think about running it. But yeah, well, yeah, we'll move on. We'll move on. So I don't just like right. stick with this. <laughs> uh, I think I can do one more from both of you and we'll see for time's sake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would like you to tell me how I can use Saucebuck. Sawsbuck. Okay, Sawsbuck is really cool because his move pool is deeper than a lot of people think. Um, Sawsbuck also uh, had an exclusive move until recently uh, in Horn Leech, so he does get Horn Leech. Mm-hmm. Now, on top of that, he gets Sap Zipper, uh, <laughs> which is really nice. He also gets Serene Grace, and I'm not 100 percent sure if he gets Rock Slide or not, but he might. Um, he does not. Okay, so. Uh, I would, he, he's got a massive attack stat, 100. I mean, that's Flygon level. <laughs> um, <laughs> base 95 speed is nothing to laugh at either. I mean, grass normal, granted, is not a great type. Uh, it, yeah. it, it is not a great type, but he can do, he can do, like, 90, 95 base speed outspeeds a lot of things right now. It, it, yes. It, I mean, we're not talking, like, outspeeding Tapu Koko or anything, but you, you could outspeed it with a choice scarf. Uh, <laughs> And or in the sun with chlorophyll. Or in the sun with chlorophyll. I personally, I mean, you could let, let, let's focus on that chlorophyll set because you could partner with Charizard Y. You get half part of that water fire core. Uh, throw mm-hmm. in uh, throw in Tapu Finny with that. You got fire water grass, and then Tapu <laughs> Finny. I, I swear, Sun and Moon Demeta is has turned into when in doubt, throw Tapu Finny in. I mean, that's true. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I mean, this is a quick build, right? In my head. This is a lot of theory crafting in my head, and I'm not actually building or testing anything. And so I'm sure somebody next week will send an email like, you're awful, Thatch. You didn't think about this. Um, so we're going to get – but yeah, I mean, you can do that. I mean, and then Tapu Fini is already part of another core, which is the fantasy core. So, I mean, you could throw mm, in something like right. – you can throw in a steel type of some sort. Um, I, I don't know who to think of off the top of my head um, steel-wise. Age of Slash is banned. Um <laughs> 
<laughs> Unfairly, I think. If we're going to ban Aegislash, let's ban a few other things. Uh, <laughs> looking at you, Lando. Um, actually, I don't think Lando is super terrible anymore, in my opinion. Um, but he's still bad. I think he's. Uh, I think. I think we're just all kind of tired of him at this point. Um, yes. But Sawsbuck gets more. He gets hot Horn Leech, which I think is a really good move. It gives him some recovery. His bulk isn't great, but it's not bad. So I think I think mm-hmm. it does make up for that. Um, he can also go ahead and uh, he's got he gets stabbed double edge slash return, which is really yes. nice. And on top of that, he also gets jump kick for some fighting for some extra coverage. So I think those are they, those are the moves you want to think about. Uh, you could, mm-hmm. as I said, you could choice scarf him just to make him fast and reasonable. And honestly, I, I think a lot of people would be really concerned if like Sawsbuck started out running things. Um, grass, <laughs> grass is a fun, like, um, I think, I think one thing I would be scared of to see in the meta right now would be like choice scarf, uh, Bulu, which it does about the same thing. It's get, it gets horn leech. It, uh, it can get superpower instead of jump kick. It can get, um, I mean, it can get returned, but it's not the same. So, I mean, that's, that's something to think about. You could also do like, I don't know. He, he has swords dance as well. He gets wild charge. Keep that in mind. Uh, yes, I saw yeah. that. <laughs> he gets wild charge. So that's also another option. I, I honestly think like a choice scarf Sawsbuck with like return slash double edge, horn leech, wild charge, and jump kick would be scary. I could I could see somebody coming in with like a, I mean wild charge would hit like a flying type super effectively. Like you, you, this would be one of the this wouldn't be in like a serious OU matchup, but you do see people from time to time bring things like tornadoes. And yes. you'll see people bring things like, uh, like uh, I don't, I don't know what the calcs would be on a tornadus with wild charge, but I assume it would do a good chunk. Um, I, I'm gonna do these right now. Uh, <laughs> yes, please, because um, tornadus is actually pretty darn bulky. So yeah, he's mm-hmm. pretty bulky. I mean, it, so it depends on how you run him, obviously. But he's usually he's usually not physically bulky. Um, but if you is, uh, run it, Therian has the regenerator ability too, which is yeah, the regenerator ability is the big thing. So typically, people are running assault vest, just as like a just as like a heads up. And so if we're running Saw's book, let's let's just be like choice scarf Saw's book, right? And let's be like <laughs> <laughs> let's go let's go wild charge on this. Uh, wild charge does over half, which isn't terrible. Um, Hurricane does does Oko, but you will go first, and you'll take a nice chunk out of that tornadoes. Um, yeah. I mean, again, better move would, in my opinion, still be uh, Tapu Bulu, and then you bring some support. Tornadus is a scor- scary mon, but I mean, if you had Stealth Rocks up too, um, you're doing a lot of damage with Wild Charge. You're doing. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna be hitting him pretty hard. He's gonna have to switch out that next turn. Yeah. Um, I, if you bring anything in, so keep that in mind. That's that. Also, that Hurricane could miss. Just saying. Hurricane Especially is Especially uh, if you're not running this car when you're running chlorophyll. <laughs> yeah. Uh Hurricane can miss. Hurricane I mean, yeah, in a sunny day with chlorophyll. I mean, yeah. I, I always I always like uh expect Hurricane to miss my poor mm-hmm. breath type Pokemon and it never does. But <laughs> you could run uh you could run instead of choice scarf, you could run chlorophyll then with like bright powder. Um bright powder is so silly. <laughs> Um, I really, I really think that bright powder seems is super silly. Incredibly specific. Yeah, I know, but it's just so silly. Bright powder with uh, with it is just so silly, because like things start missing that you don't expect to have miss, and it's hilarious. Um, okay, Snag, let's go with you. Let's go with you. All right. 
right, I like this one because this is uh, I see it basically as a uh, baby Arceus. I don't see what what do, what do you do with Silvalli? Silva farting okay. shot. Yeah, I mean, it, you could sparting shot with it. Silvalli <laughs> no, Silvalli is so useful though. I mean, the the problem is it, it's like a one trick pony, but. Um, Silvalli is, uh, I think, I think it, first of all, in team preview, you don't know what type it is. Let, let yeah. that be noted. Um, so it, in my, in my mind, it's more of like a, uh, a, uh, a, uh, a, what's it called? A, um, oh my gosh. It's more of like a, a Zoroark. Mm. Oh, where, sure. Zoroark is usable. Like, let that be noted. Zoroark is usable. I, I was playing around with the notion of Zoroark, but I do not have the one with Sludge Bomb, uh, which was event only. So if anybody has that, I'm interested. Uh, I have one somewhere that. Ooh, we'll talk. I uh, might have one as well. I'll so, have to check. So Volley's base 95 across the board, which is almost like on par with Mew and Jirachi and everything, but you get to choose what type it is, uh, mm-hmm. which is amazing. So, but I mean, normal's a really good type too. <laughs> uh, normal, normal is a fantastic type. So you, I mean, you could go ahead and be like choice band instead, choice band, choice specs, whatever you want it to be. Though yeah. Silvali is more geared towards being physically offensive due to his move pool than other Pokemon, and he gets access to explosion. And I think choice band <laughs> explosion sounds a lot of fun. Um, yeah, and yeah, you, that's... that sounds like a lot of fun. But you could run him any type you want. He has his signature move of uh, multi attack, right? And multi attack can do whatever you want it to do, like whatever damage you need it to do. And so I think that's, I think it's a Pokemon that's a little undervalued. In in my opinion, though, I really think Type Null with Eviolite is way more fun. Oh, yeah. What? Uh, really? Yeah. Yeah, well, so Type Null versus Silvalli, the only difference is the speed stat. Mm. Uh, you get a 59 instead of a 95. And mm. so you take a 95, wow. base 95 special defense, a base 95 defense stat, and boost that by 1.5 with EVL8. And you have a normal type Pokemon. It's, it is normal type, so you have to watch out for fighting types, but that's his only weakness. And he gets almost the exact same move pool as Silvalli. So think, oh, interesting. think about that. Think about that. Type null is type null. I think is more interesting than Silvalli, in my opinion. But it's also like Arceus th- to make it usable in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they making Arceus usable. They made it almost under useful. But yeah, that's, yeah, it, absolutely. It has a lot of options to it. Uh, as a quick comment, I do wish in so, so like Arceus's um, uh, signature attack is Judgment. Yeah, it does a little bit more. And I say I wish instead of a multi attack, it was it's called like just criticize instead because since it's like a, <laughs> a a a baby Arceus. Yeah, that. That's, <laughs> okay, uh, <laughs> that's this is where we're gonna end it. This is gonna be uh, this is this is the topic. Uh, we're gonna take a short commercial break, guys, and then we'll be right back at you with the poke of the episode. <laughs> episode and welcome back our pokemon of the episode is national dex number 768 Golosopod, the hard scale pokemon the pokemon moon pokedex entry says it battles skillfully with its six arms but spends most of its time peacefully meditating in caves deep beneath the sea so i think Seriously? Golosopod's i think Golosopod's really cool 
Um, it is, it's technically RU right now, but I, I think it, it's got a good place. Like you can definitely run, if you run it well, you can use an OU just because he gets, he gets some, um, his ability emergency exit plays really well on the, um, on his ability, um, his ability, uh, or not his ability, but his move. What is it called? Oh my gosh. I just lost this. First impression. First impression. 90, not base 90 bug type fake out, uh, (laughs) which is amazing. Because I'm, I'm his his defense is base 140. Oh, That's wow. giant. So and yeah, his no, best base special defense is 90. So this is all fantastic. So we could go back to the assault vest if we really wanted to. But I think I think leftovers or something like citrus berry is a really cool idea. Just because, well, maybe not citrus berry. Maybe something more like a guav berry. Um, but you can, the idea is you'd switch Glossopod in on something that's like physical and you know, you're not going to be able to take it out in one hit, like a physical wall of some sort, uh, or not a physical wall, but like a special wall. Maybe you won't take it out. Um, you just use first impression that Pokemon comes in. It does, um, it's a physical attacker. Typically it, it does half damage to you. You get switched out. So when you switch back in, you can use first impression again. Um, but I, I really actually like that either a guav berry or, uh, or uh, what's it called? Uh, leftovers. Those are the items you want to run. But you go ahead and you just do that. I think I think that's the way to go. <laughs> I, I honestly, because you can get like two or three first impressions off. These are super priority as well. Uh, the only thing that won't work with is if your opponent's using Tapu Lele, obviously. But you use something like Leech Life to make up for that. Um, because ba- with base 90 defense too, I mean, you're, you're going to be doing some damage. You're going to be able to take a hit or two. As well, so I mean, yeah. he also gets liquidation. If you want, to, if you oh, if you're confident, if you're, yeah, liquidation is awesome. Yes, uh, it's awesome. It's like you, I would I would just build this Pokemon bulky and then just attack base one twenty five attack without any investment is still giant. Yeah, it uh, is. like it's still giant. You know, let me look at it. Like Glossopod's uh, Glossopod without any investment is two eighty six attack. Like this giant. Like, and just like looking, like looking briefly at the Smogon set or Smogon set, I should say, it has set, no yeah. investment in the attack. Yeah, you don't need it. It's <laughs> it's not necessary. You're gonna hit hard. You're still gonna hit pretty hard, especially um, with uh, like I said, the the ninety base uh, for impression. I mean, that's mm-hmm. it's huge. He also just got a TCG card. Fun fact: he's grass type in the TCG in the Guardians Rising uh, set. Um, we do not have Glossopod uh, GX yet. Just wait; it's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. That would make a pretty B A G G X card, right? I G X cards are just pretty. In my, I love the full arts in both Sun and Moon and in the Guardians Rising sets. It's just this nice, simple, like solid color, and it looks beautiful. Um, it, it is just fantastic. But Glossopod is uh, one thirty. It evolves from Wimpod, obviously. It's a stage one. Um, his ability is Armor. This Pokemon just takes thirty less damage from attacks. That's nice. I mean, um, if an attack does. Uh, does 30 damage it doesn't actually hurt him at all that's really nice yeah it is um it's also really nice if you want to run like a budget deck against like a bunch of gx or ex decks because his attack resolute claws is one grass energy and double colorless that's two energy um you play a double colorless and a grass you've got 80 plus this does 80 damage to a normal pokemon but it will do an additional 70 if it's a gx or ex pokemon so that's 150 that's almost enough for a knockout but you put something on it like a choice band that's, I believe, 180. So that takes out Tapu Koko, Tapu Lele, 
That takes out a lot of the uh, basic EXs. It doesn't take out Volcanion, which is the deck that this would struggle with. But um, I remember Jushiro talking about it on the TCG cast, and I think they all, on that show, they talked about this one very favor- favorably. Yeah, I mean, it's not fair. I'm not saying this is a good card. Uh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm not... I, I should make it clear that I'm not saying like, man, this is like the uh, this is like the end all card. It's super good. I, I think it's usable. I think you could use it. It's fun, in my opinion. I mean, yeah, I'm not I, I'm not saying you're gonna win. You're not gonna win a regional with it. You could maybe win a league cup, but probably not. But if you're gonna go to league and you like, leagues have metas. Okay, I, I, um, leagues have their own little metas. You know what decks everybody has if you know your league well enough. And so, like, I, I know, uh, Beaverla, Beaverla and I go to, uh, league together, right? And so, I would, so I know what decks he plays. You know, he's playing Sylveon GX, he's playing Volcanion. And so I, like, it was really cheeky one time because I just started playing Greninja when he was playing Volcanion a ton. And so, Vol- Greninja counters Volcanion 100%. Um, if you run, uh, if you run Silent Lab, it, makes it impossible to use abilities of basic Pokemon, which is all Volcanion's deck is supposed to do. So like you can you can just like hard counter your friend's decks. <laughs> and it's absolutely awful. It's absolutely awful. So Yeah, I mean then it's after a point he just started using Giratina to counter Greninja. And so it was it was a very it was, it's a fun back and forth. I'm sure he's listening now and he's chuckling, so uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, not a great card, but it's Glossopod. He's cool. <laughs> uh, any trivia about the Glossopod? No, he just looks like a giant ossipod with samurai. No, you want to know? You want to know a fun trivia about Glossopod? Go for it. It scared the fluff out of me <laughs> because I I hadn't seen uh, like the leaked evolution for Wimpod. Mm-hmm. And when I battled Guzma in Pokemon Sun, he was like, yeah, I'm going to send out my Pokemon. And he sent out Golizer, but I was like, oh my god, <laughs> that thing is going to destroy both me and my team. What's going on? What is that? Where did that come from? It was terrible. <laughs> oh boy. Um, so we also, uh, his shiny is also beautiful. His shiny is fantastic. So uh, it, it is absolutely fantastic um but that is gonna be i mean that's all i can say about glossopod if you want to learn more you can go check out pucklepodcast.com sometimes i fly is off this week but maybe he'll like it and want to write a catch-up article so uh i think he's really cool um so we will we will just end it there and we will go ahead and um yeah we'll go kick it on to the mailbag Time for the mailbag. Send in your emails. The mail's here. Check your inbox. It's time for the mailbag. And on to the mailbag. The mailbag, as always, is brought to you by the energy drink Green Tauros. The energy drink that gives you hooves. 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 
<laughs> I just love I just love how like if we were an actual like if this was a real advertisement, you know, like how disappointed would they be in in like the co-host like efforts to to like <laughs> echo the hooves, right? And like <laughs> Like how disappointed would they be? <laughs> but with the fact that they've done it for like five years, they've just kept promoting it. And it's just, whatever. Um, but as always, <laughs> uh, the mailbag is the segment that we uh, we get to read listener mail. It's great. You can send us an email at pucklepodcast at gmail and we will more likely than not read it. So <laughs> let's jump right on into it. Last week, our question was, I believe something something. What's your favorite? Uh, how, how, what do you think the game freak's going to do next with the game? So a little bit of speculation. So we're going to jump into it. Uh, so this first one is from Alice. Yo, Puckle. This is the first half of this is a burn to me um, for something that I don't mm-hmm. actually remember saying. But I, I, I trust her to know what I said more than I trust myself. Uh, first things first, Thatch, in my last email response to you, to my complaining about Sinnoh's forgettability, you asked me who Ramos is. Oh, I actually remember that part. Never mind. Uh, uh, without, without looking it up and writing this within five minutes of hearing your challenge, he is the grass gym leader from Gen 6 and gives out the plant badge. She is the only person that knows who Ramos is. Hey, I know who Ramos is, but it's just because it's our end joke by now. Yeah, I know. Like, it's literally, it's, who's Ramos? Who's Ramos? Think, I mean, think about it, Thatch. By making fun of him, you've saved this poor old man from oblivion. I know. I'm doing a service. Uh, I'm doing a service. Um, his gym had the rope bridge and the swinging rope from X and Y trailer. While being the only one of the, while being only one of the of many senior citizen trainers, he's the one that who most looks like he should really retire from his retirement and just settle into double retirement. We're only. Where one only sits at home, tells their great great grandchildren, who are already in middle school, stories about how back in his day he had to walk uphill to the war with toys made of Miralax both ways. But that's just my opinion. And Thatch, Mamo Swine isn't fat. He is fluffy. He is my fluffiest son, and you must not make fun of him. Also, fat Pokemon aren't as fat, fast as Mamo Swine, so there. Base 80 speed is not that fast, but it's okay. Uh. Uh, Wimsicott would also have something to say about using fluffy to define, yeah. but well, it's okay, it's okay. <laughs> and with the personal stuff out of the way, onto the actual mailbag. I don't think we'll be seeing stars anytime soon, and it seems to be that way after a week of no news. Um, I think Game Freak is trying to get away from the third versions and attempt to get people to stop waiting for them. But they let me speculate, and I'm a very speculative person, so here are some things I'd like to see in Pokemon Stars version that I don't think will happen, but I'm going to talk about anyway. A mystery Pokemon. We've been mining cartridges for years now, and it's high time Game Freak caught on to our shenanigans and just implemented DLCs or something. Only then will the fandom be challenged enough to reach our full potential for spoiling ourselves. More Z-moves unique to specific Pokemon. On the best case scenario, there's be clever moves that make rarely seen Pokemon useful again, but if that doesn't happen, straight... Rule of cool is always be nice, like a Rotom move that that EVs with metal metal types. Oh, like EVs uh, with metal mm-hmm. types. The fact that electric is strong to water, but that not metal always bothers me. This would be perfect time to fix that in at least one move. Special Z moves for cover legendaries. My work in progress names for them are Sunspot and Moonface, and one for Whimsicott to make it grass flying. Oh, she she come stuck on. she stuck she stuck a bird in there. That's that's fantastic. 
Um, <laughs> this I, girl, I swear. <laughs> I'm just impressed. Uh, new Alolan forms. Now, like the above, the best thing would be to give them po- to Pokemon who really need a helping hand. Pokemon who have gone too long unnoticed like Farfetch'd, Dunsparce, and Pukumuku. Yeah, you heard me. But more awesomely would be things like Alolan Lapras that is tropical and overgrown, or an Alolan Slugma could be a reference to the banana slug. Or maybe not, but it could be cool. <laughs> uh, sorry for the length, but I have one more thing. Pucklehost. If you could give one Pokemon a unique Z-move, which Pokemon would it be, and what would it do? Until next time, your overthinking listener, Alice. <laughs> do you want Whimsicott to have a Z-move? Well, of course I would. I mean, it needs to be like it needs to be like a status move, though. It needs to be like it needs to be like sleep powder or something on Whimsicott activates like something tricky, like some kind of like prankster move or like encore or something. I absolutely agree, but you know what? This would require an immense amount of thinking on my part. And so, Alice, I might make this the subject or part of the subject of one of my next articles. That sounds interesting. Yeah, I think that's good. I like that a lot. All right, so the next one. Oh my gosh, I just realized that the subject line was Delibird UZ present. Um, well, <laughs> um, okay, let's see. Um, we're going to skip that one. We're going to go to uh, Randy, Randy L. Uh, Whimsicott, grab that one. Yes, sir. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's a plane. It's the mailbag. mailbag. Wow, these subject lines, let me tell you, they are fantastic. (laughs) Yeah, they're on fire this week. Yeah. Ahoy there, Pickle Crew, the random listener here, and it's summer at last here in the South. Jubilant exclamations of the weather aside, let's get into this week's email. Story time this week pertains to a little store that I've found called Game Goblins. If you've seen one before, awesome! If you haven't, it's this little store that sells tabletop gaming stuff such as dice and board slash card games, most notably, most notably Magic the Gathering and DLC. I don't think this. I don't think this is a chain. I think this is just a a, a store, like a game store, that has like Pokemon oh. League. How do you know he's not talking about people in his town? Oh, that's true. Okay, that's fair. Hmm. So I was in the store the other day, and I found a bucket full of buttons. You know, they kind of have little designs, and you can pin them and stuff. Anyway, I found a lot of buttons that had all of these original Pokemon designs on them. The clerk at the counter said that all the buttons were made out of first edition Pokemon cards. And I managed to snag myself a holographic Charizard button. Pretty nice, if I do say so myself. That little pause you heard was Whimsicott's brain rebooting at the thought of someone cutting up first edition Pokemon cards. <laughs> I know, I'm, I'm, I'm in the, the same in, boat. Or like, this internal like, monologue. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, oh, I need a moment to, to like recuperate from that. Anyway. Oh, uh, while you recuperate, I found out that Game Goblins is only its own store. There is only one. And now I know where you live. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mailbag time. So, Human Stars. Yes, Queen. Yes. I would throw my wallet at the GameStop clerk faster than you can get Eminem to do the Pokemon rap. And oh, that's pretty fast. 
However, I wouldn't want it to be just the same game with a few tweaks here and there. There needs to be something big there, something worthy of bringing people, people back to Alola and maybe Kanto. Despite that, though, I'm too big of a fanboy to just pass it up. Although I did skip Black and White to watch Brother. Mm-hmm. No, go back. So many people skip that. Where's the guy? Didn't, did you ever finish your your uh, version of Black Two or White Two? That's a story for another time. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you would remember that. <laughs> I know I'm. I know I'm such a hypocrite. I'm sorry. No, I, I did play it a lot. I just X and Y came out before I could go through Delete Four. I'm gonna do. The, you know what? I recently bought an English copy of both Black 2 and White 2 because I only had a copy in Italian and I've come to loathe playing Pokemon games in Italian. I'm currently looking for a good deal on first-gen games in English, but it's really hard. Yeah. Really hard. Yeah, that's hard. Especially in a country that never sold them to begin with. Mm-hmm. So if you guys, guys want to take me to a used game store while I'm there, I'm going to appreciate it. Anyway. <laughs> we we could. I, we could definitely do that. We could definitely do that. But we, we can talk after uh, the show. It's fine. Exactly. That's all, folks. But I leave you with some words of wisdom. If you're looking to be an edgy trainer, you've got to have the edgiest Pokemon, Absol. Then just go shop at Hot Topic. The random listener. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll give you this next one from, I'm going to say, Ben. Yeah. Okay. Ben, that's you, Snag. All right. Let's go with it. Um, uh, and he says, title is Pokemon on the Switch, a big mistake. Hey, guys, loving the show and, and writing into you. Jumping right in, I think putting the next Pokemon game exclusively on the Switch would be a huge mistake on Nintendo's part. Nintendo has an odd policy, albeit one that works for them, of purposely or maybe uh, naively limiting the production of their consoles, 3DS, Switch, in order to maintain high demand and the illusion of sales by uh, nowhere having a stock. Too bad it's not an illusion. (laughs) (laughs) If you look at the the sales numbers, it's not an illusion of them selling well. (laughs) But I digress. Here's the problem. Less than six months ago, me, my friends, and many other people brought a 2DS in order to play Pokemon Sun, reinvested in the uh, franchise after the success of Pokemon Go. We had bought 3DS, but they were not available anywhere, and for some of us, even getting the 2DS was a struggle. Recall about six months ago was probably around Christmas. Yeah, there was, well, there was actually a shortage. There was actually a yeah. shortage, a 2DS, 3DS shortage, because they sold way more than they anticipated. They didn't yeah. expect it to make such a resurgence. Well, I, I mean, they that. did release a Pokemon game. What did they expect? Yeah, yeah, right. Well, it was also after Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go was just Pokemon Go was just the anomaly that nobody expected. Mm. I have no doubt that a new Pokemon game on the Switch would sell incredibly well, but would it sell as well as Sun and Moon? I don't think so. Would I and others want to fork out for a Switch for the privilege of playing the next Pokemon game? I would want to, but in the end, I don't think I would, especially as being a relatively normal consumer. I can only think of Zelda as being a worthwhile game to play on it. If Nintendo put 
the next Pokemon game on the Switch. The hardcore fans will buy it. The new fans who returned from to Pokemon with Sun and Moon and bought a 3DS or 2DS to play it certainly won't. If they wanted, could they? Uh, this would likely only contribute further to the current scarcity of Switches. Uh, I agree with that. I think if you if Pokemon was on the Switch, they would uh, still be flying off the shelves in bigger numbers. I I'm really expecting next year, like some kind of. Well, I mean, there's going to be a Pokemon game next year. They they don't go more than two years without one. Yeah, per- personally. So, yeah, I mean, there's going to be one. I don't know if it's going to be on the Switch or the 3DS, but it's going to be on something, and it's going to. I mean, it's going to research the sales of whatever system it is, and I can totally see it being like a year two Switch plan, yeah. like. Y- you have Mario this year and then Pokemon next year. You know, you just yeah. follow it up and it's just like, yeah, we sold all of them and we have 26 million units out in the wild now. Yeah. In in my opinion, just on this overall topic, I think one of two things will, will happen. I think it will either be, if we're talking just a, a core Pokemon game, it'll either still remain on the 3DS family of systems just because every, if Pokemon wants to sell those games, everybody has those mm-hmm. and uh, they'll still sell like gangbusters. Or they'll do a dual release of some kind, and they'll figure out communication where you can. I was thinking the same thing. I was mm-hmm. thinking it's gonna be a Smash Brothers deal. There's, I don't think there's any way it's gonna be just on the Switch. No. For all of the reasons that Ben said and more, but yeah, maybe a like um, a Smash Brothers four kind of deal, maybe. Mm-hmm. Probably, yeah. Anyway, uh, sorry for the rant. I know people really want Pokemon uh, on the Switch, but as someone who has recently returned to the franchise, it, it feels unfair to demand this uh, after only purchasing a 2DS to play Sun and Moon less than a year ago. In terms of Gen 4, I never really played it, but I, I'm really loving my Magnazone. <laughs> this is a really interesting perspective, and I'm really glad that Ben wrote in, because mm-hmm. hearing from someone who hasn't played a main series Pokemon game for a long time and is mm-hmm. jumping back in with Gen 7, that's a perspective we don't get a lot of in Puckle, mm-hmm. and it's yeah, really it's interesting. So thank you, Ben. Mm-hmm. I'm going to grab the next two, because the next one's kind of short. Um, so this next one is from The Real EV. Um, Hey, Puckle people. I hope everyone is doing well. What should be in a Gen 4 remake? Well, at the top of my list is the Poketch. With smartwatches being a thing now, it would be cool to see an updated version. The next big thing on my list is Pokeball Seals. I think we all we all like putting our own touches on our play, players and play style. So seeking speaking of style, dressing your Pokemon up for a contest again. Well, before I let I go, let's ask a question. If there was a game you want in po- Pokemon to cross over with, what would it be? No Bunker's Revenge. It already happened. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no Bunker's Revenge. Um, uh, I don't know how, how, but I was thinking of Mario Kart Racers. Since they have all, they have almost all the big Nintendo franchises in there, why not throw Pokemon in and with it too? Hashtag Buckle 10. Hashtag No Green Tauros badge. Uh, well, because it's uh, Pokemon. Um, so we have another guy who's calling himself the random listener. <laughs> which, which I find really funny. Um... Hey, Puckle, I'm a random listener named Aaron. We call him Aaron, so. Yeah, but you know, you know what. Randy L.A. No, but you know what true randomness entails that, right? Repetition. Repetition. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) I hate, I hate big types, by the way. Get my Gen 4 reference. Uh, So I think Gen 4 was the second best generation. Hashtag Gen 2. I really love this Gen. I started with Gen 5 when I was five. What? You're so young. 
Oh my god! Oh no! I have to leave it. I played a bunch of the older games because I love Pokemon so much. I love the Riolu side quest. I was trying to complete the Sinnoh decks at the time, so it was fun. I used the Poketex uh, step counter, and there were about 24,000 steps. I love the new graphics and music. The Lake Trio theme is my favorite music from any video game ever. Uh, Megalovania, though. Face, face, face. I have one final <laughs> message. Bring back PSS. It's not happening. Yes. It's not happening. Um, I want it anyway. It's because they're trying to go to a one-screen system, I'm telling you. Um, see you later, random listener. Green Tauros equals Red Bull. No, it's way better. It's Red way Bull doesn't better. give you hooves. Come on. Um, we're going to go with one more, Whimsicott, and I'm going to let you grab it from... Uh, from L- oh, it's super short. Um, I'll just do it. Never mind. Uh, this is from Ellis. <laughs> he does awesome intros for the show every once in a while. They're fantastic. Uh, he did the whole one where like he thought I looked like Tom from Facebook, which he's not entirely <laughs> wrong about. Uh, but uh, hey, guys, let's get right to it. If we go back to Kanto, I want to stay champion like we did in Alola. That's it, short and sweet. Hashtag Buckle Ten Ellis. Um, <laughs> or you say sent us an email, but I want to talk to him about turning it into an article uh, because it's very interesting. So. Well, just this, drop uh, me a note somewhere. Yeah, he should definitely send us an email. We have all of those applications now up on the website. But uh, that's it for the email. Um, though Snag was probably right with uh, Alice. She wrote an awesome email where she burned me really well. Um, <laughs> and me. Yeah. So so uh, she burned <laughs> So uh, there's the uh, the Alice. I think you're getting the green Tauros badge. Uh, so just agree, for yes. it on the website. Absolutely. Uh, and also, uh, also not not to call anyone out specifically, but with those writing positions we've been talking about. Yes, uh, Alice, you've had some good emails. I think you should try to apply as well. Yeah, I, I mean, we have a bunch of positions online. You guys can check them out on the website. It's under the staff page. There's a bunch of applications. We're looking for new writers. Uh, anybody that wants to help out with Puckle, honestly, um, that's a good place to go. Uh, in addition, then, um, but just check out our social media. They're all on our website, pucklepodcast.com. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, uh, Tumblr, Reddit. These are all in the description below as well. Please follow us on Twitch if you want to come and hang out with us and watch some Pokemon being streamed. That's twitch.tv slash thepucklepodcast. Um, in addition to that, you can also review us on iTunes if you haven't already. It makes my heart all warm and fuzzy. Um, you can also go ahead and if you would want to help out the show and support it in some way, you can go to patreon.com slash puckle podcast and you can donate whatever you want there. You get awesome prizes at the $10 tier, but other than that, you get to, you get stream priority. You get a bunch of awesome stuff there as well. Uh, you get Pokemon every, every month, depending on what tier you're at. So, uh, very cool. Check that out. Um, patreon.com slash puckle podcast. So that is it for the show. This week, uh, I think we're going to do a little piece after closing time, so stay tuned if you are still listening. So, I am your host, Trainer Thatch. I am the Flockiest Whimsy Goat. And I am Professor Snag. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time.
So what I actually wanted to say before is that I really wanted to do Wigglytuff for the topic, but like Thash wouldn't let me. He said that Wigglytuff sucks too much, even for a topic in which you salvage unsalvageable Pokemon. But it is not the end for Wigglytuff. I will have my revenge with it. And if you want to know how, you're going to have to find out on our newest project, PTUU, Pokemon Tabletop United Underground. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.